conclusion inevitable. It was a jump to conclusions, Matt. My conclusion was that this idea was not a practical deterrent. My only conclusion can be that it was a Sith Lord. In conclusion... Welcome back to In Conclusion, the only movie podcast that will give you motion sickness. I'm Dan O'Keefe, and joining me as always, queasy and unable to ride in a car for long periods of time, it's Anna Otto. Hi, Anna. How are you? You didn't need to clock me like that. That's actually true. I didn't need to, but I could, so I I took the opportunity. I I took the shot. motion sickness all the time. I'm good, Dan. How was your Easter? My Easter was good. Thanks for asking me that for the first time, right as we started recording. for the first time. Um... It was good. We hosted people over here, so I got to make ham and uh, French onion soup pasta. Oh, my fuck. As a vegetarian option. Can you you mail me some? That sounds scrumptious. I can send you the recipe. I don't know. I didn't have any, but everybody else said it was very good. Why didn't you eat any? Because I was eating ham. But why couldn't you have both? I I would have smashed both. I don't know. I'm shook. I'm shook. I would have eaten some. How was your Easter? Good. We went by Gage's family. Um, I did a doggy egg hunt. Okay. That was literally the cutest thing I've ever done in my life. I thought none of of them. So there were four dogs there. The old Chihuahua did not join. Mm -hmm. She said, respectfully, I hate this and I hate all of you. (laughs) And she flipped me off. With the dog Jester, Yes. Uh, No, her name's Chloe and she's just old. She got really upset anytime Jester was like near her. Uh Uh-huh. But she also just kind of gets upset when anybody's near her. That's just kind of her energy. Okay. And she's Chihuahua Poodle Mix, and her hair had just been cut. So everybody's like, look at the Easter lamb. <laughs> so she looks like she is. Anyway. So she sniffed an egg and was like, forget this. I'm not doing it. And she ran away. But the Bulldog, the Pit, and Jester, they all had a great time. That sounds like a children's book. I know. The Bulldog, the Pit, and Jester. Yeah. Well, oh, speaking of which, there's a bulldog walking on my street right now. Very wow. cute. 10 out of 10. Take it. Well, I actually know that dog, but no, you I know, the, know his You owners. know the dog? What? Yeah, when I worked at when I worked at a doggy daycare, Dan, <laughs> he, he attended. Oh, my Lord. But I don't know his owners. Anyway. You should go out and greet the dog and totally ignore the owners. I would love to. I know his name. What's his name? Zeke. <laughs> Shoot, I shouldn't have said that so loud. My windows are open and he's pooping on my lawn. Okay, anyway. <laughs> Jester is enthralled. She's I'm looking sure. out the window at him right now. She's like, anyway. I can't wait to put that in my mouth. Ew. She. Oh, God. Ew, Dan. Anyway, my Easter was good. Thank you for asking. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Let's let's we talk about movies here. The movie that we're talking about today is The Bourne Supremacy, the second movie in the Bourne trilogy of five films. I got confused today and I was talking about it at work and I kept saying I watched The Bourne Legacy. No. I love Matt Damon. And no. everybody's like, he's not in that one. And I was like, what are you talking about? I literally watched. <laughs> no, The Bourne Supremacy, no. released in 2004, directed by Paul Greengrass, written once again by Tony Gilroy, starring Matt Damon. Franca Potente, Brian Cox, Julia Stiles, Carl Urban. What's happening? What did they not pick up the dog shit? 
No, Jester just started barking and running into the... She just started acting crazy. I think she wants to go outside and sniff it, and she's mad that I won't let her. Continue on with your list of producers and directors. And actors! And... Actors! I'm on the actors now. I was distracted, Dan. My dog was <laughs> lunging to the window. Also starring Gabriel Mann and Joan Allen. Released on July 23rd, 2004. You know, 19 years ago. With a budget of $75 million, it made $290.6 million at the box office. And on Rotten Tomatoes... Man, everybody's dad was in the theater. 82% approval rating. A well-made sequel that delivers the thrills. Gage said he likes this one better than the first one. I think I like the first one better. Just because I was upset within the first 10 minutes of this movie. You know, I can't imagine why. Nothing happens in the first 10 minutes uh, that totally... um, changes the whole dynamic that you loved from the first movie compared to this one yeah i was pissed the the gasp i gasped we'll get to it but the gasp i gasped um roger ebert three stars out of four three that's a lot okay i think so uh, i this was this the first time you saw this i assume so yes this is the first time i've seen any of these movies i just like matt damon oh yeah um this is not the first time that I saw it. Like I said before, I've seen these all a bunch mm-hmm. of times. Um, it's a rite of passage for straight white men. I get it. Yeah. And I, I will say, this was not a dad movie when it came out. This was popular. With future dads. Future dads, sure. But it was, a, <laughs> it, it was this is, the Bourne franchise is one of the most uh, influential movie franchises of the past 20 years. I know, because I remember what we talked about last time, but I just have always pictured dads enjoying it. Like when he's running on the beach in this movie wearing literally jorts and New Balances. I was like, dad energy. <laughs> Not jorts, cargo shorts, cargo which is shorts. Just, as, just as bad and incriminating. Look, okay? John Cena wrestled in both, so they fit as the same thing. Dear God. Not John <laughs> Cena, please. Um... Yeah, so this is not the first time that I've seen this, but this is the first time I've rewatched this in a while because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I've rewatched The Born Identity a bunch of times because it's always on TV, and I've rewatched The Born Ultimatum a bunch of times because it's also always on TV. This one, not as much, or I just don't see it as much, so I don't remember the last time I saw this. Man, I like this so much more than I thought I did. That's Gage loved this one. He loved it. I And did you see I my text? The- in my mind, I was, I was like, oh, this is the worst one. Whatever. Nothing really happens. They totally switch. Jason Bourne's the basically narrative. a villain in this. Yeah, the narrative completely changes. Like you said, it changes from the first one. It's giving John Wick, but instead of a dog, it's a person. Right. <laughs> um, did you see my text, though, that I thought one of the actresses looked like off-brand Anna, but Anna's prettier? I did. I don't know who you're talking about. <laughs> What's her name? Oh, God, I'm having such a brain fart. The blonde one. Do you about Julia Stiles from 10 Things I Hate no, About No, not Julia Stiles. I know her. The um, blonde one? She's the blonde one. Or Pam no, Landy? No, the other blonde one. Yes. The main woman? Yes. <laughs> you think that Anna looks like Joan Allen? A little bit in this movie. I want you to go. Gage and I had the same thought. He said, do you think she looks like Anna? And I said, yes, she does. I want you to go onto Wikipedia and look up Joan Allen and look at the picture that they use for her. It's not going to look anything like Anna. I know it's not. No, but it will look like... I want to save my description until you actually see the picture. Well, she's dead. 
No. Oh, no. no. That's a horrible picture <laughs> of that her. That looks like she eats children. That's a horrible <laughs> picture of her. Oh, she's from Illinois. She is. Rochelle. They could not have chosen a worst picture of this poor woman. Oh, she's a Leo slay. You just know. Is that because that's yours or you just know what Yeah, she's born two days. Up. Her birthday's two days after mine. Gotcha. I can. I know most of them. It's easy because they all end on the twenty twenty. The twenty third is the first of the next group. So I couldn't um, name. I guess I'm not going to look at you for the rest of this podcast. Yeah, Anna has Damn. a dog's tail directly blocking her camera and computer. Who needs it? Who needs to see each other? <laughs> not us. It's a podcast. <laughs> Do you think that kids in the future, or I guess kids now, understand why they're called podcasts? I don't know if I do. Where the pod comes from. No, where's the pod come from? The iPod. Oh, shit, really? Yeah, they're iPod broadcasts. Oh, I guess I never realized that. Hmm. You well, are the kids of the future. Me and the kids of the future learned something today. <laughs> you are the youth of the nation. POD wow. is very happy with you. Mm, I am the future. How did you feel about the directing in this compared to the first one? Um... This is really picky, but did you? F- I felt like some of the shots were really cho- choppy, and that kind of gave me anxiety. And yeah, I don't know if it was a choice or not. Oh, it is a choice. That's every Paul Greengrass movie is like this. He, okay. the way he directs is basically like it's all handheld. Um, that makes so much freaking sense because I was like, why do I feel like this was filmed on like a phone? Yeah, <laughs> or something. All handheld. All is like. Very shaky, very like the camera has no idea what's going to happen. Oh, just going to be throwing God. it around. Was this the same thing where like, was it the last movie you said? Um, Yeah, that's how they filmed like, they the didn't... CIA sequences and they didn't yeah. allow the cameraman into the rehearsals. With this, I think it's even more. They like didn't allow the cameraman to watch what he was filming. Just kind of like throwing yeah. things around. If in the last movie, the cameraman was supposed to be you know, in the CIA sequences, somebody who works there who's following the conversation. This was the intern. Yes. This is his first day, and he's very confused. (laughs) The producer described it as a sense of the camera as a participatory viewer. So it it is looking around the same way that someone who has no idea what's going on is looking around. Oh, they're really trying to immerse us. I get it. Thank you. And... Um, it, oh, sorry. It I was just remembered both something. with this and with the sequel. They would put warnings outside of movie theaters for motion mm-hmm. sickness. Oh, dear God. I didn't think it was that far, but like, yeah, I get that. Well, I can understand if, if I was watching it somewhere other than my house where I can look away where that would be an issue. Yeah. And as I said, super influential. This was the first movie that was. I mean, aside from like the Blair Witch Project with like I was found gonna say footage, Blair Witch, but this was the first non like found footage movie shot, like major movie shot like this, where it's like everything's moving and people weren't used to it then. It was wild. It was Uh-oh. new. It was like Damn. a train coming at the screen. Everybody thought it was there gonna hit them. I lost Don't you worry. for a second, I was but I'm back. During that entire thing. Good. No, that's for the best. That's for the best. <laughs> um. No, I just. <sighs> That's really, I mean, these movies are influential. Mm-hmm. These movies are, they're giving, they're giving inspiration. They're giving motion sickness. And they're taking one character. <sighs> the way, the scream I scrumped. <laughs> I was upset. I gasped. Noise complaint immediately. 
So that's how upset I was. Okay, so it starts out, and Jason Bourne and Marie, uh, his partner, girlfriend. In I think that's his girlfriend. I immediately feminine gaze. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's waking up. He's sweat. Let me describe this scene, Dan. Okay, I'm listening. <laughs> I'm ready. He's waking up, sweaty. Oh, oh, I had a bad dream. I'm remembering everything from before. Oh, I'm Jason Bourne. He's in the bathroom. He's holding the sink. Normally, that's me in our relationship. And Gage goes, are you throwing up? Anyway, that's a joke about my chronic anxiety. Um, so he's are you Jason Bourne? Oh, Jesus Christ, it's Jason Bourne. Um, he's holding the sink. He's wearing a very tight little tank top sweaty little some might call those a beater okay but it's 2023 so it's a tank top <laughs> and marie runs and she's like are you okay and i said is that marie she looks different Gage is like she has different. different hair and i was like oh okay i just wanted to make sure because i was confused and jester please i'm describing something sexy <laughs> and he's in there and she goes, are you okay? And he like puts his little hand up to her face. And he's like, it's just a bad dream. I have a headache. Blah, blah, blah. And she's like, no, we need to get this sorted out. It's too much. And he's like, no, no, baby. <laughs> he does not say baby. But in my head, he did. Baby girl. He's like stroking her cheek. <sighs> okay, Dan, take us back on track. Yeah. So I texted you. I literally texted you. Let me read it. <laughs> you didn't reply. No, I, was I didn't. So it didn't upset. I, I had nothing to say. I said two seconds into the movie, I'm already dialed in. Wink, wink. And then I was disappointed, so I stopped texting you because horrible <laughs> things happened. You so texted me point? that, and I was like, she's not going to be happy in about 10 minutes. This is like how when I watched Dexter, when they, spoiler alert, killed his wife, I wouldn't. I stopped watching the show for a year. Bad things happen for narrative and character reasons. I hate it. I literally said to Gage, he's like, you want to watch Dexter? I was like, I'm depressed. No. <laughs> For a year. And then he was like, okay, are you ready to watch it? And I was like, I guess I'm ready to be heard again. I think. Maybe. I'm pretty pissed, though. <laughs> so It's always the girlfriend. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. Because <sighs> they're expendable. Uh, yeah. <gasps> in these movies, they're not the main character. That's why. What? supposed to do in these conditions i live for the romance the mm. softening of the hard male character in this movie hard as a rock he, he gets wait, harder wait. he he just he just firms up he's just like like clay that's been in the oven do they call it it's the oven hard. isn't it the kiln oh i was talking about like female clay that you bake in your oven female Not clay like, what kind of clay? female clay like what is crafting clay it's a brand of clay that you bake in your oven. Dan, did you never do a craft in your life? I did. I just had the, like, Crayola clay. <sighs> Except one year when I was, like, nine, my uncle got me 10 pounds of clay for Christmas. I just had a box full of clay in my basement that I would make little trinkets with, but we didn't have a kiln or anything, so they were never That's they were never cast. That's Fimo clay, Dan. No, but that wasn't clay you made in your oven. That was like actual clay. You got me messed up. Yeah. But I'll take your word for it. Anyway, Bourne and Marie are living in India. He's got amnesia. He's having bad dreams. He's writing notes about his life in his notebook. Um, oh, we love a man who journals. In Berlin, Deputy <laughs> Director of the CIA, Pamela Landy, 
uh, is paying $3 million to a Russian source for the Nesky files about a $20 million theft seven years prior. It doesn't matter what's mm-hmm. happening there. The actual, most of the plot of this movie doesn't matter, and I love it. Well, they're setting him up. They're, like, planting his thumbs. Yes. they are. is what I meant. Uh, Jason Bourne is being set up by the CIA a, or the Russian Federal Security Service by Carl Urban. Very pretty in this movie. <laughs> Very Russian-Australian man. Um, kills the agent, kills the source, steals all the files and the money, and puts fingerprints framing Bourne. Uh-oh. But Bourne's in India. No. According to the CIA, he's in Berlin, and he's killing. Mm-hmm. Um, after they find Bourne's fingerprint, Pamela Landy, who apparently looks like my fiancé, Look up her Wikipedia picture. Period. That's exactly what Not my fiance looks like. Yes, confirmed. Sorry, Anna. Um, she talks to Brian Cox, who is the head of the CIA, uh, about Treadstone, which doesn't exist anymore. Um, but it's been replaced with Blackbriar, which is the same thing. Whatever. Again, the plot doesn't really matter. Um, <laughs> they say that the CIA agent stole $20 million named in the files. Um, he was going to... Vladimir Nesky, the files say that he was going to uh, reveal the identity of the thief, but then he was killed in a murder-suicide in Berlin. Landy thinks that uh, it was Bourne and Conklin from the previous movie who died were involved, and Bourne killed it. Uh, so they go to Berlin to capture Bourne. Mm-hmm. I feel like I have described more plot than this movie needs or actually cares about. Because I would agree with you. So the first third of the movie, there's like plot and setup and whatever. But does it matter? Mm-hmm. Not at no. all. No. Like it gives the characters a reason to be in Berlin and that's why they're being chased after. But it's all, this is a, it's a very bizarre, not bizarre in like a bad way, but a very bizarre character study in that it doesn't really reveal anything that we don't know or don't assume about the character but it reveals it mm-hmm. to the character that they don't know that about themselves it's giving shakespeare yes when i think of shakespearean dramas the first one that pops into my head after 12th night my favorite drama is the born supremacy i'm mad at you for 15 <laughs> different reasons i don't know 12th night was the first one that popped into my head uh, not romeo and juliet not a drama that's a comedy foolish comedy Coriolanus, my favorite comedy. I'm tired of you. (laughs) I can pull out my book of Shakespeare and... I got mine too somewhere. We could Shakespeare off. Uh, So we beat on boats against the current born ceaselessly into the past. That's That's... not fair. You were actually cast in a Shakespeare show and I am not built for Shakespeare. And that was the Great Gatsby. That wasn't Shakespeare. They sound the same. (laughs) (laughs) Don't tell F. Scott Fitzgerald. Just kidding. He'd probably love that. Eh, they're all dead. True. So, uh, whoever is in charge of Carl Urban tells him to go to India and kills Bourne. Uh, while they're in India, Bourne realizes they get made because Carl Urban stands out in basically every single way possible. He's driving like a Mercedes Benz around the super impoverished part of India. Yeah, it's like when Marie's like, how do you know that's that's somebody weird? And he's driving like a nice ass car. <laughs> you didn't think that was funny? No, I did. You cut out. So I got 
he oh. was driving and then it got silent and I was like, uh-huh. They said a nice ass car. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I was just having a good chuckle. That's for the best. I laughed an ugly laugh. Beautiful. He's driving a nice ass car. And also he is like, he doesn't, this is not stereotyping, but he doesn't look like he should be there. He no, looks like he I should mean, be like, in a Russian dance club. Yeah, he's just like they're in, like you said, like they're in like a poorer area, and they fit in because they're dressed to like match the people around them. Like green, they clearly they're look. wearing olive and beige. Green is the color of different countries, right? Yes. When you travel, you don't wear green. Yeah, only? green is the color of different countries, unless you're in Mexico, and then it's like sepia. Sepia tones, yes. yes. Or if you're in Russia or somewhere cold, it's blue. Yes, correct. Mm-hmm. And if you're Australia, it's just upside down. Same colors. Mm-hmm. I wear my pants over my arms. I like to imagine that you do that devoid of context. You walk into your I'm office actually, and you're like, yes. hey, hey. Guess who's got feet for fingers? Good morning, everyone. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's um, exactly what I do. So as they are driving away, running from Carl Urban... He, they switch seats in the middle of the car chase, uh, and then... That shit had me screaming. Jason Bourne is like, I have to do this. And Marie's like, you don't have to do this. You have a choice. And then she immediately gets shot in the head. The way I gasped, Dan, it was audible. I was just going on. I was like, oh, I'm so glad she's in this. And then she dies. Yeah. I was so upset. I... Too stunned we to speak. eating dinner. I lost my appetite. Immediately sick to my stomach. It may, narratively, dramaturgically, it makes sense. Yeah, but I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> I hated it. Um, and she gets shot in the head. She is dead. He can't even save her body uh, as they crash uh, into the river. Why was he performing CPR under the water? Doesn't that seem like stupid? Because what if she goes, <gasps> she just, just all the sucks water sucks up in. the water. It's, yeah. Like, I saw him doing that. I was like, are you trying to kiss or are you trying to revive? Because under the water, she's not going to get revived. Like, I got to get dumb. one more touch of them lips. Literally, he's like. <laughs> I'll suck the water out of your lungs. Ew. <laughs> I said to Gage. <laughs> I was like, I'm not cut out to be a special ops agent. And he's like, because of the rigorous training. And I was like, mm. No, because of the emotions, and I'm scared. <laughs> He's like, okay. So after the chase, Bord is like, I got to get revenge on whoever killed her, and it was obviously mm-hmm. the CIA. So he goes to Naples. He's wearing a sweater on the boat again. Amazing. Amazing. Uh, he lets himself get caught by security, and then as he is in a holding cell being interviewed, he is not mm-hmm. answering any questions. They get a call from Landy at the CIA, and they're like, do you have a Jason Bourne? Don't let him leave. Don't let him do anything. And he immediately just shreks them in the interview Period. room. Um, copies, the, copies the SIM card from one of the guard's phones, um, and he learns, Chaotic. he learns who Landy is, learns about being framed about the job in Berlin. He is like, I wasn't in Berlin. I didn't do that job. And they're like, but you did. But you were. You've been here before. And he's like, I've never been here. What's happening? Yada, yada, yada. So chaos is beginning. Then it's time to go to everyone's favorite country in Germany. 
Munich. That's not a country. I said country. I meant city. I <laughs> am a fool. I was like, is this like the Vatican? Like where it's a, a country, but also a city? Everyone's favorite country in Germany. West. Boo. Bad joke. <laughs> um, so he goes to visit Jarda, a person who we have never met before, have no, no. idea who he is, but is mm-hmm. another Treadstone agent. Um, Love it. Never they, seen this man in my life. We apparently know each other. He says that Treadstone was shut down after Conklin's death, and then they start fighting. Um, they have a, a cute little fight in his nice little Munich house. Very modern. Very 2004. Anna was given a book of modern interior design inspiration. Uh, Ooh, and I would I say, love to see it. Well, I say modern. It was released in 2003, so... Maybe one out of ten things actually looks interesting or useful. So it's retro. Uh, well, retro retro kind of implies... Hip again? Yeah, it's outdated. <laughs> I would love if she took a picture of her favorite thing in there and sent it to me. Oh, her favorite thing is like this floating hallway above a staircase that has no railing or anything. Oh, that gives me anxiety. It is Absolutely just not. like flat boards. No, no, thank you, sir. I would fall. I would literally be crawling across that hallway because one, I'm scared. One ill step, the cat runs in front of you. Anything <laughs> like that, you're fallen. You're done. Dear God. Hope you install that scary. over a ball pit. Literally, that's so scary. A trampoline so that you can just bump right back up. <laughs> oh, God. That's really scary. No, thank you. I'm good. Uh, so after the fight, Bourne strangles Jarda to death. Oh no! Period. That right. scene. That was wait, intense. Wait. Mm-hmm. Because this was the scene with the um newspaper. Yes. Gage was going crazy for the newspaper. He's like, the newspaper scene. They're fighting like, with the newspaper. He was going crazy for that. Literally. I was going more crazy with him putting the magazine in the toaster. That's how he blew up the house. He unscrewed the gas pipe. He folded up a magazine, put it in a toaster, and then put the toaster down to toast. And I was like, that's my escape plan. I know how I'm going to. That's genius. I know how I'm going to get out, how I'm going to fake things. Oh, no, there was a gas Mm -hmm. explosion. He he just loved toasting too much. Rip toaster. What was that in his toaster? An an issue of Playboy. (sighs) (laughs) <laughs> sorry i'm sighing because when we were cleaning out my grandma's house after she passed away um, uh-huh. we found a stack of playboys from the 80s that belonged to my grandpa and it oh. was no the 70s it was jarring i was hoping I was you were like, gonna say they were hers no sorry she just um you know couldn't get rid of them so absolutely it yeah. meant too much to her husband i get it <laughs> We Me too. I whenever I go to like an antique store or mm-hmm. like a antique mall, something like that, I it's always interesting to see the prices that they have these retro yes. Playboys at. One that I was yes. at a couple weeks ago, it was like twenty dollars for one issue. Who was on the cover? Who was the it, who No, was they were just the they were just random they were just random ones from like the seventies. And I was like, twenty dollars? Like, That's absurd. If it was like somebody famous as the centerfold, I'd be like, Yeah, I get it. Yeah. But twenty dollars just for just Plain for Miss March? Okay. No, thank you. I'm not paying for that. No. I was like, we were trying to 
because we were planning to have people over for Easter, and I was like, you should get one of those. We could just like have that on like the coffee table. And I'm like, I love that energy. Yeah, that's very progressive of you. It's very very modern woman. Love that. We did not. It's get also it. I love her. I love her energy. I don't think I would have a copy of Playboy on my uh my table either, just because. You also don't have framed pinup pictures on your wall. No, but that we would do. be cool too. She, your fiance's so cool, right? Right, she is. Um, God, I love her. Can we I did. I did put some reading material in the bathroom, though. So if people were having a long time Playboys. in there for one reason or another, um, mm-hmm. for yeah, for when I have my crisis, I get it. Yeah, exactly. Crises. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> so I put two books in there. One is a book about serial killers. Uh, the, la- the last Perfect. book on the left, the last podcast book. Um, Love. And the other one is a very dense book that was originally written in French and then translated by my dad's cousin called The History of Terrorism. Look, I don't know how long people were going to be in there. That's one I'd take out of the bathroom with me. I'd take both of those. <laughs> I'd be like, I need these. Excuse me, can I borrow this? I, it was ve- I got to page 100. It's very interesting. <laughs> Sorry I was in there for three hours. I finished this book. <laughs> Anyone else need to go? No? Great. Perfect. Um, so uh, the house explodes. Agents can't capture Bourne. Um, so then Landy and Abbott, who are back in Berlin now, they meet up with Nikki Parsons, uh, Julia Stiles, 10 Things mm-hmm. I Hate About You. I forgot her name was Nikki. Gage just goes, Nikki. And I was like, who the fuck is Nikki? Julia Stiles. Her name's not Nikki. <laughs> like, her name. What's her name in 10 Things I Hate About You? Catherine. <laughs> I don't remember. Julia Are, Stiles? That, it's Cat. You were good. Slay. Slay, slay. I'm, right. I'm actually really impressed that you got that. Thank you. Why? I'm good at things. Sure. I'm, why would you remember that though? You know that I she was wouldn't. in Dexter. Always... Oh yeah, I did know that. I I did finish Dexter. Her name BTW. is Lumen. Yeah. Dumb. Mm-hmm. Her name mm-hmm. is Light. Yeah, I can't Dumb. remember her plot, but I remember her having a weird name. Ooh. Well, I'm reading her plot. Not a fun start. Wasn't she like? Let me see if I remember. She was trafficked, wasn't she? Uh, and he kills his tra- her trafficker. Yes. Slay. And she watches it. She sees him kill him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember things. See, wow. and now they you. date for a while. Look yeah. at you. I loved Dexter. Minus the part where Rita dies. <laughs> I like Fuck the that. I like the show that Dexter's based off of. Dexter's Laboratory. Get out <laughs> of my ears! <laughs> I loved Dexter's Lab when I was little. Um. I thought it was fine. I don't know. It wasn't my favorite. Power. I was always more Powerpuff Girls. Also a sleigh. Yeah. I support women. As you should. I support short kings. Eh. Okay. Well, you're over six feet. You don't count. Exactly. You're not short. Ex- yeah. No. If anybody described me as a short king. It would be an NBA player. Yeah. Come on. Thanks, Shaq. Um, <laughs> so, uh, Bourne watches the CIA... As they try to find him, he watches them on the roof. He's got his sniper oh. rifle trained on Landy. 
This is spooky. And he is... It was giving villain. Yeah, he's ready to pull the trigger. He's got it aimed on her. And then he sees Nikki in there. And for some reason, that stops him. Well, I think he has a moral compass of some sort. Yeah, he realizes... Because he remembers Nikki from Mm -hmm. his past life and from uh, Paris. And Mm -hmm. I think that seeing her reminds him that these are people and not just... Mm -hmm his enemies she was supposed to take care of him and instead of being vengeful and being like because you didn't take care of me my brain screwed up Mm -hmm. he was like oh okay she worked really hard to keep me safe so i'm that's my interpretation yeah no i think that's that's how i interpreted it too Mm -hmm. you are a blanket and not a pile of spikes amen that's how I describe my life to my therapist. Everyone's either a blanket or a pile of spikes, and I'm lying I'm down on one blanket. of them. Oh, I'm a spiky blanket. What does that mean? It means that I'm spicy. What? I'm just being a little <laughs> spicy. We've, we allow people to use words too liberally. Spicy? I'm, I'm a spicy blanket. No, you're not. Yeah. You're not. Yes, I am. You're not. Spiky blanket. Spiky blanket. That's, you know, if anything, you're less. Oh. Mm. You're okay. only spiky if you, like, haven't shaved your legs in a while. Oh, no, I just shaved, like, two nights ago because they were, Gage calls them my spider legs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've never shaved my legs. Oh, well, then you're always spiky. Oh, no, because it, it goes past that. Now it's just fur. That's true. You're past the itchy phase. Yeah, I'm better than that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Bourne kidnaps Nikki in the middle of a... He's like, meet me alone in this square. There's a protest going on in there. Also, as he is talking to Landy on the phone while having a sniper trained on him, um, he says they need 90 seconds to triangulate his position, and he hangs up the phone call in 88 seconds so they can't Perfect. get him. Slay. Um, learns that... Brian Cox, Abbott, was Conklin's boss, and Nikki knows nothing about the mission. She was just living in Europe, and they called her in. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes that's just how it'd be. Wrong place, wrong time. We're in Europe. We're living. Getting called in. What an internship. What an internship she had as an asset with the CIA. Mm-hmm. Um, Born then goes to the hotel where the Werdeski and his wife were murdered, and he remembers more of his mission. He killed Nesky and his wife and made it look like a murder suicide. Jason Bourne is a villain. It'd be like that, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I can't sit here and defend him, okay? Just because he was like sexy during the show. I can't sit here and defend him. <laughs> but after the first one, you're like, oh no, he has like a moral compass. He won't kill kids. Well, does he have that much of a moral compass or did he just maybe reach a breaking he, point? Maybe he figured like adults suck and he's like, ah, oh, fuck him. And he just, fight. I'm not saying, I'm not condoning this. No, I think you are. I think you no, are condoning it. I know. I'm talking about in the movie. <laughs> no, I'm like twir- twirling my hair like, oh my God, Jason. Stop. Stop. <laughs> Stop. Jason. <laughs> oh my 
god. Stop making it look like a murder suicide. Oh my god, Jason. You're such a bad boy. Oh. Slaps his arm. Give me your jacket. I'm cold. Literally. Give me your gun. I want to feel powerful. (laughs) I don't know. And this is coming from me, who supports gun control. <laughs> I thought you said, who is poor gun control? And I'm like, you, no. they hand you a gun and you just start firing? So <laughs> anyway, I start firing. <laughs> anyway, I'm in a um, silly, goofy mood. So Conklin's former assistant, Danny Zorn, shows up, and you know he's going to die just immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. He finds inconsistencies with the report of Bourne's involvement with the death of the agent in Berlin. Uh and he tells his theory to Abbott, and then Abbott straight up kills him, so he won't tell Landy. Uh, gotta cover your tracks. Mm-hmm. And then Bourne breaks into Abbott's hotel room, records a conversation between him and the Russian that incriminates him in the theft of the $20 million. It doesn't matter. What happens with the, the whole Russian plot, it, it's so inconsequential to the actual heart of the story. Mm-hmm. Um, but... When confronted, Abbott admits that he stole the money and ordered the guy to retrieve the files and have him framed before arranging to have him killed in India. And Abbott expects Bourne to kill him, but he doesn't because Marie wouldn't want him to kill Abbott. I want to remind you, about 20 minutes earlier, he was ready to just murk Landy. Marie, the ghost, came back and like lightly touched his hand and was like, no. You don't have to do this. You have a choice. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what she said. That, that's also a spot-on impression of her. That is. I, it's me, wow. Marie. Wow. It's me. Hi. I'm Marie. Oh, Marie. Oh, Marie. Do you think he ever sang that to her? Only in private. I feel like he wouldn't <laughs> want people to know that he sang. This is not We Bought a Zoo, Matt Damon, okay? Does he sing in that? I haven't seen it. No, I don't think he did, but he's soft in that movie. Hmm. Well, yeah. No one hard is buying a zoo. True. <laughs> we bought a fucking zoo. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Bourne leaves his gun on the table and leaves, and then Landy confronts Abbott about her suspicions, and he kills himself. He says, I'm a patriot, and then kills himself didn't know what to think about that i mean i did know what to think i just didn't want to sure i think it makes sense everything makes sense good care i mean again i think the characterizations in this movie are great yeah Um, i i agree with you it's much more multi-dimensional especially the cia side than it was in the first movie um so the jerky shots man jerky shots (laughs) They're both herky and jerky. Ooh, I had to hold on to a bucket. Okay. Did you? No, I'm <laughs> lying to you. If you watched this in a car, would it cancel itself out? No, I would immediately throw up. Okay, cool. I can't read or look at my phone in the car. It would not even matter what movie it was. I would be sick. <laughs> uh, Landy finds an envelope containing Abbott's conversation with uh, born in the hotel room and she's like oh he broke in here he gave me he gave me the facts um, and then there's a whole like 30 minute sequence of like a car chase in Russia uh, between Bourne and Carl Urban who thought he had two weeks off but didn't uh, and that was the 
most realistic part of the whole movie. <laughs> you said I had two weeks off. You don't. Oh, oh man. Triggered. Fighting for my for life every day. Um, so he finds Bourne and wounds him. And then after a long car chase, it's very exciting. Whatever. Car chase. Describing mm-hmm. it doesn't do anything. The cars are chasing each other. All through Russia or Berlin mm-hmm. where they filmed. But who cares? Um, and Jason leaves behind uh, Carl Urban, who was seriously wounded after it goes into a concrete divider. Um, and he walks away somehow. No one thinks to question him as he just walks up a highway on ramp. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. He has plot armor. Um, You're right. And the reason he's in Russia is he locates Irina, who is the daughter of the couple that he killed, and apologizes to her. Oh, that had me crying in the club. Heart-wrenching. I was like, dang. Imagine being her. How confusing that is. Well, this scary man comes into your house and he's just like, I won't hurt you. I'm like, you might. Uh-huh. I, never see you. I have a healthy fear of men. Okay. Sure. Oh, Jester is also scared of men. She just voiced her opinion. I don't know if you heard her. She said I men are scary. Okay. Oh, um, yeah. No, I would be pooping my pants if this jacked man was suddenly in my house and I killed your parents. Part, I'd be like, uh, the police are on their way. Like, that's all there is to it. <laughs> Um, Thank you so so much, but the police are on their way. After he apologizes, we then flash forward a little bit. And in New York, Bourne calls Landy. She thanks him for the tape, tells him that his real name is David Webb. He was born in um, Mm 1970-something. And asks to meet, and he wants to meet with her. Uh, And Bourne, like the little creep he is, he's watching her from a building. He's like, you look tired. Get some rests. And then he he disappears into New York City. That's like an ice cold roast, though. You look tired. That's like the meanest thing you could say to somebody. Right? Mm-hmm. You uh. look tired, bitch. Hangs up the phone. <laughs> I love how you don't care about the bags under your eyes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then he Cry. disappears into New York City, uh, ready to do something. And then Moby plays again. And that's the board supremacy. Wow. Very Clapping. good. Very fun. I really enjoyed I had a good this time. one. I would agree. I did too. Like, it's because it's much more of a character focused than it is the CIA versus... It is still the CIA versus Jason Bourne, but the reason for it doesn't really matter. It's all based on the character uh, motivations. I hope he gets another girlfriend. I don't remember whether or not he does, but I, I can tell you, uh, Marie's dead. She's not coming back. I know, but maybe he, he has another soft moment. Oh, and maybe, kissing. maybe she has an identical twin sister who lives in New York and they can kind that, of like meet up. That kind of gives me the ick though, Dan. Oh, okay. Would you, if Anna had an identical twin sister and she passed away, would you go hook up with her twin sister? Be honest. Sorry, Anna. Oh, no. The battery died. Good thing I have a backup. That's disgusting. You <laughs> no, are of course foul. I, of course I wouldn't do that. Oh, thank God. I was like, it's giving the Bible. Please stop. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think the 
camera work, it wasn't as shaky as I thought it, as I remembered it to be. It wasn't bad. There were just some shots where it's like if they were filming, and nobody else can see this because I'm using my phone as an example, but Dan can uh-huh. see it. If they're filming straight ahead, all of a sudden it was like, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, my head is spinning, girl. Someone check on the cameraman. Literally, I was like, did he fall? Are we good? <laughs> right? Um, I ha- There's very little trivia about this, but I have some. Okay, I'm ready. Uh, so the whole sequence in New York mm-hmm. was at the end. Yeah, the end of it. That was okay. filmed mere weeks before it was released, because originally oh, the stressful. movie the movie just ended with the confession oh. in Russia. No, I don't like that. And then the test audiences found that too bleak, so they added the New York postscript. I agree. I would have found that to be too bleak as well. Mm-hmm. Because um, mm-hmm. also they were uh, before, like the sequel to this was greenlit before the movie came out. There were they weren't mm-hmm. planning on having a sequel again, so it was just going to end with him having some closure with apologizing oh. for his past mistakes. Well, um, I'm glad they added something. Me too. And then Doug Lyman directed the first movie. He was replaced with Paul Greengrass because Lyman didn't like working with the studio and the studio didn't like working with him. So they replaced it with Paul. Oh, everyone's replaceable. (laughs) Moral of the story. Um, Mm -hmm. Also, sorry, is that too bleak for you? (laughs) Carol, the Russian agent is played by Carl Urban, who is from New Zealand. Oh, okay. And you've definitely seen other movies with Carl Urban in it. Have I? Yes. Did you see the like new what? Star Trek movies with Chris Pine? No. Oh, I saw one, but I, I fell asleep. Well, he played the doctor, Bones. Was that the guy who gave Chris Pine the shot in his neck? Because yes. that keeps me up at night. I hated that scene so much. Talk uh, about anxiety. You saw Thor Ragnarok? I've not seen it yet. Wow. Okay. Wait, Let's... wait we didn't watch that yet. No, no we I didn't. didn't. Uh, he's no. in two of the Lord of the Rings movies. I've never seen those. I'm just going to keep naming things that he's in now. Okay. Uh, he's Judge Dredd in the movie Dread. Dread. Never seen it. Um, He was in Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker as a stormtrooper, so you wouldn't have seen his face. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, he's he's also in The Boys. Oh, I've seen a couple episodes of that. Gage likes that show. I think it's gross because I saw I saw some gross things one time when I was watching it and I hated it. He is Billy the Butcher, the leader of the boys. Oh. The one with the beard. No, all I remember from that show is the guy who shrunk down really small and climbed into somebody's penis and then he got big again and they exploded and it haunts me. Wow, I haven't seen this show, so that uh, spoiler the, alert. I've only seen clips of it on TikTok. What the fuck? Spoiler alert. Somebody climbs inside somebody else's pee-pee and explodes. It's hard to see other people living your dream. It's because they're they're high. <laughs> okay. Like, I don't know if that's your dream, Dan. They get high and they they are screwing around and literally and people die. Anna, would this movie be better or worse than the same with Jonathan Taylor Thomas as There's no room. Jason Bourne? Matt Damon is so fine. I'm sorry. There's no room. I'm looking up his height. He's like six feet tall. Matt Damon and I are very similar in size. 
mm-hmm. have the same size hands based on his handprint at the Chinese theater. Oh, look at you. I wish he hadn't done cryptocurrency. Man, that really puts a damper on it. Eh, it, yeah, but it was just an ad. Larry David did it too. Oh, Larry. Matt Damon's 5'10". Oh, I'm taller than him, but we have the same size mm-hmm. hands? Ugh. Yeah. Small-handed boy. I'm so sorry for you. Um, well, on Celebrity Heights, it says he's 5'9 and 3 quarters. Oh, my. He really scraping every inch that he can, huh? Right. Ben Affleck, though. He is 6'2". Dang, tall king. Um... Yeah, there's no room for Jimmy Stewart in this either. You don't think so? As Abbott, it wouldn't work as well. You don't see him in, like, an action scene? I'm a patriot. Ew. Jimmy Stewart popping up in India to kill Bourne. How do you know? He just doesn't fit in. And it's Jimmy Stewart from It's a Wonderful Life. I love that. Say, where's that Bourne fellow? He's in a suit. Like, I'm living, (laughs) honestly. Why, why, why? Your agent's in Bill's house, and Bill's agent's in Jake's house. Mm-hmm. And Jason Bourne, I'm going to kill you. <gasps> the drama that would give? I'd be screaming. On a scale of one to five, that Marie's deaths, what do you give it? Two and a half. Very middle of the road for me. I like the wow. first one better. Okay. I said it was middle. Wait, I what's... know. Yeah, no, two and a half. Five. Yeah, that's, that's middle half. of the road. Yeah. Yeah, very middle of the road. Like, I didn't huh. hate it, but I was really sad that Marie died, and that was hard for me to get over. <laughs> vibes are all off. The vibes were off. I can't wait to go to work tomorrow and tell everybody that I actually watched a Born Supremacy and not the Born Legacy, though. <laughs> They'll be like, good. Born Legacy's really bad. They'd be like, oh, that makes more sense. <laughs> yeah. I watched the Born Identity and then the Born Legacy, you know, the order that you watch the movies in. Is that not the order that they go in? <laughs> oh, Born I do. Supreme. Do you think it's. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Sorry, I do remember one extra piece of trivia. The mm-hmm. They had to pay a bunch of money to the producers of Ocean's 12 to bring back Matt Damon to film the part in New York because he was filming Ocean's 12 at the time. Wow. He was getting that check. He was. Honestly, good for him. Um, He's going to waste it all in cryptocurrency. I'm going to go a little wild. Four and a half out of five. Oh, my God. He really yeah. loved this movie. I really Dang. liked it. I liked it. The end kind of got a little draggy. Like, the whole car chase in Russia uh, yeah. wasn't all that necessary. But all the, the character stuff, I was I was in for it. It felt okay, like a movie well. for adults. And I love movies for adults. Oh, okay. Well, if you enjoyed it, that's great. I didn't. I didn't dislike it. It's just, you know, I already said my piece. Mm-hmm. A movie for adults. Hmm. Weird, because when we started doing this trilogy, you said you didn't think these were for adults. How times change, how you're eating your words, Daniel. It's not, I didn't say I didn't think they were for adults. I just didn't mm-hmm. think that they were, like, not for kids. They were popular movies, is what I was saying. Mm-hmm. This feels like this feels like it doesn't think that the audience is stupid. Oh, which I feel like I a lot of action especially superhero movies, they think the audience is incredibly stupid. Wow. Jester, say hi. (laughs) (laughs) She just stepped on my chest and it was not comfortable. Um, Also, the, so the guy who wrote all these board movies, Mm -hmm. um, 
He is the showrunner for Andor, the Star Wars show. Oh, okay. I didn't watch that one. Yeah. I haven't watched that one, but Gage watched it. He liked it a lot. Yeah. I haven't watched it either, but that is a that's a Star Wars series that doesn't think that the Mm -hmm. audience is stupid. Yeah. I didn't. Yeah. Yep. So there you go. Um, (laughs) Any other thoughts? No, I just hope that that Jason Bourne. Well, wait, when are we going to hear Jesus Christ, it's Jason Bourne? That's in Jason Bourne, which we're not going to watch because I don't want to watch that one. Oh, I'm going to have to watch it on my own. Just watch the clip. The clip is the only good part of that movie. Jesus Christ, it's Jason Bourne. My favorite. I've said that every single time I've started one of these movies. My favorite edit of that is mm-hmm. somebody took a screen capture of it where it had the subtitle, and then on Christmas they just ca- crossed out a bunch of stuff and it just said Jesus Christ is born. I love that. Right. I so love fun. that. Um. Well, in that <laughs> case, that's it for this week's episode of In Conclusion. If you want to find us on Facebook and Twitter, uh, we are at and In Conclusion on Instagram at In Conclusion Podcast at Patreon at patreoncom Conclusion. If you want to find me, I'm on Twitter at Dan O'Keefe eighty six and on TikTok, or I recently had a viral TikTok at not Again? Dan O'Keefe. I'm looking it up right now. Four hundred thousand views. Shut the front door, Dan. It's because I talked famous. about injuring children in it. Everybody loves Daniel. when I talk about assaulting children. Dan. Man, show my TikTok some love. Nobody's giving it love today. And I asked everybody to go watch it, and they didn't. Hey, I liked it. I'm a good person. Wait, no, which TikTok? My most recent TikTok. No, which one did you like? No, whichever one showed up for me. I don't know. Oh, that's okay. Uh, Anna, where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram at AdamusPrime818, or you can find me on Twitter at AutobotsRollOut, capital O for auto, capital B for bots, capital R for roll in the O, and roll in the O out our zeros. And you can follow my dog at JesterThePup1017 on Instagram. That's a better one to follow because I do more stuff there. It's a cuter one. Um, it is a cuter one. We will be back next week with the last movie in the Bourne trilogy. Too bad they made no movies after that. The Bourne Ultimatum. <laughs> I can't wait. I feel like this is the one I always think of when I think of. That was definitely the most hyped when it was coming Damn, out. Damn, you did go viral. Holy right? Look at me. I'm a big deal. In the meantime, everybody stay safe and have fun. Bye-bye. Bye. I'm just really shocked. John Green's evil twin. Wow. Oh, I guess he had a bad Easter. (laughs) 